Well, everybody, we did it. Today, we are going to be discussing the last installment of our light series. Today, we're going to be looking at the letter T in our light acronym, and we are going to explore trust. So today, I look forward on reflecting about God's trustworthiness and how we can be better at trusting Him in our daily walk. Let's take a moment to pause for God. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of our light series of the Pause for God podcast. So today we are going to look at how we can be more trustworthy in our faith with God. And before we get started, I wanted to inform you guys that this is the last episode of our light series, and it is also the last episode of season one of the Pause for God podcast. So After this episode is published, we will be taking a two-week break to pray for and just go about planning the next season of this podcast. So we've come a long way since our first episode, just introducing the podcast and looking at some little daily themes. We've transitioned to looking at many big topics to bring light and truth to our lives. And with this trajectory, we want to keep going, but we have to take a break and step back and pray about where we want to go next. So with that being said, in this break, just a reminder that you can always access previous episodes from our season one and listen to them anytime and anywhere at our various social links and on our website. So you can find the Pause for God podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Anchor. So there's many ways for you to stay involved and up to date with the Pause for God podcast, even if we take a little break. So with the series ending, we wanted to also end the first season at the same time and take time to listen to God and see what he wants us to cover next in this podcast. So our goal is to be back on March 1st. All right, with that said, let's go ahead and get started. So the Bible study group that I am a part of at my church just finished a wonderful guided study from Lisa Turkerst. And forgive me if I'm saying her last name wrong, but this study was called Trustworthy, a study of one in two kings overcoming our greatest struggles to trust God. It truly was a remarkable study, and I learned a lot from looking at the kings that were chosen for the study. We looked at Hezekiah, David, many great kings, and we looked at how they showed great examples of leadership and obedience to God, but also how they each individually had their own faults and made many mistakes that eventually led to their downfall. Lisa outlined in the study that in this time, people were ultimately putting their trust in human kings and thinking of what these kings could do for their nation or for them with their material wealth or physical things. But ultimately, what these people needed, and what we still need today, uh, was a savior. They needed Jesus. They needed the king of kings in their life. So I encourage you to look into this study if exploring trustworthiness and first and second kings are of interest to you. It really takes a greater in-detail look at all of these topics. So I first wanted to list some open-ended questions to invite you to reflect on before we dive into our discussion today. So maybe write these down and pray about them. Ask God to speak to you as you think about your answers to each question. So first, I want you to think about how do you personally define trust? How do you know when someone is trustworthy? Second one, 
Who trusts you? Third, what or whom do you place your trust in? And last, where in your life have you seen God show you how trustworthy He is? So take a moment to think about those and reflect on them as we go through our discussion today. The first topic that I wanted to focus on is God is trustworthy. So simple sentence, those three words, God is trustworthy. We know this truth and we can see it in several places, but one place in particular really stood out to me when I was looking for a verse to kind of hit this home. So let's take a moment to reflect on this truth. Let's go to Psalms 145 verse 13. It says, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. So the bottom line is that the Lord our God is trustworthy. From God's word, we know that he deliver us through trials. He loved us immensely even when we were sinners, and he sacrificed himself on a cross so that we may not die with the flesh of this earth, but live in heaven with God forever and ever. His kingdom endures and the Lord is trustworthy in all he does. Friends, God is love and God is also trust. God is trustworthy. So we know that God is trustworthy and God's word is trustworthy. So let's learn more about how truthful God's word is. Trusting God's word. The word is truth. Friends, we have the word of God with us in the Bible, and the word of the Lord is from God himself. He gave us his wisdom and love and grace through his teachings and through his son, Jesus Christ. All of these truths were written down for us so that we may have a guide to help us live a life that Christ wants for us as his followers. We know all of this to be true in the following readings. Take a moment to turn to Psalms 19, verse 7. Here we read, The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statues of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. Now, let's also look at 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. Here we read what the Bible is used for and what scripture is. It says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So God-breathed means that these passages and commands are from God. The author of the Bible and its passages within are not a mystery to us. We can know that his word is truthful because God is trustworthy. And the scripture in the Bible itself is God-breathed and able to be trusted. Let's continue to hit this home. If we look at John 1 verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was was God. 
So the word was God. God's word is important and holy. And it is amazing that God has provided us with this guide that we may access it and use it every day. And especially in today's technology-driven world, we have the ability to carry the Bible essentially in our pocket if we have a Bible app on our phone. Friends, next I want to take a look at a truth that is a very good reminder. This reminder is that even though the stories and passages in the Bible may have happened long ago, the truth and commands of the Bible are relevant to today and across all time. Hebrews 4 verse 12 phrases it in this way. It says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The word of God is alive and active. We can use its teachings to heal soul and spirit and use it as a common ground to repair and restore relationships. God's word is convicting. If we look back to the verse where it said that God's word judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart, we want God's word to shape us and influence us to love others like he first loved us and to lead a life that helps to further God's kingdom as God's disciples. God's word should shape our thoughts and our actions, not the other way around. Meaning, we shouldn't go about doing our own things and then looking in the Bible for what we want to see, trying to twist and turn what we read into validating our actions. We see this similarly reflected in Deuteronomy 4, verse 2. It says, Do not add to what I command you, And do not subtract from it, but keep the commands of the Lord your God that I give you. So friends, trusting in God's word, the word of truth, which is God breathed. We can turn to his word when we need to hear trustworthy advice. So if we know that we can turn to the Lord's word at any moment, and we can read and, of course, pray for the answers and the guidance that we need, why don't we find ourselves doing this more often? How can we trust the Lord yesterday, today, and tomorrow? I want to take a second to look at what trusting the Lord means, how it's difficult for us as humans, and how we can work on trusting the Lord moving forward. So, we are humans that live in the time after original sin, and our world today is plagued with sin and attention-grabbing thoughts and temptations that distract and pull us away from God. It's because of this that we are burdened with secular desires for money, sex, popularity, and materialistic wants such as the latest technology, new cars, new clothes, and external emotions and forces from the enemy, such as pride, jealousy, greed, lust, anger, fear, hatred, fatigue, and grief. All of these things can misplace our attentions and desires of the heart, and they constantly take us away from God 
and we struggle with trusting God when things are difficult. So when things get difficult, I feel that fear is a large reason for our struggle with trusting the Lord. The emotions and the weight of fear can overshadow our focus and burden us to ruminate on it until it is solved. It can be difficult to push those emotions down and focus on trusting the Lord when things are challenging. And that is the challenge, my friends. Faith over fear. Trusting in God over other means that distract us and pull us away from Him. Here are some verses that can help reassure us when we are fearful to put our trust in the Lord or are struggling with something that is challenging. Philippians 4 verse 6 Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Another example in Psalms 56 verse 3 When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. We can put our trust in him, friends, for God is trustworthy and he can handle our fear. In Isaiah 41 verse 10, we read, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So, additionally to these verses that I just mentioned, there are some that I would like to end our podcast with today to remind yourself of the trust that we have in the Lord for the future. So maybe upon your own reflection, you feel that you don't struggle with fear, but you do struggle with other things that affect your trust in the Lord. So friends, please lean in and listen to these truths that I'm about to share with you about trusting the Lord and how He is trustworthy. In Revelation 21 verse 5, it says, He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. In Proverbs 3 verse 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In Psalms 56 verse 3, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And in Psalms 31 verse 14, But I trust in you, Lord. I say, You are my God. And with that, let's pray. Lord, in our prayer today, I want to repeat the truth that we just heard. Lord, you are my God. Again, Lord, you are my God. When we are afraid, help us to put our trust in you. For you and your word are trustworthy. Help us to not be afraid. Help us to lean in and listen for your voice and your Holy Spirit to guide us in our decision-making and to guide us in our trials. Lord God, please help us to feel your light in our life. Help us to feel your love, be inspired by your wisdom. Know of your grace 
that you freely gave us. Find hope in today's trials with the knowledge of your promises and trust in you. Lord, please be with each listener in their faith journey today and every day. Surround them in your peace and your healing. And lastly, as this podcast takes a brief hiatus, please help guide this podcast in the direction that you want it to go, Lord. May we continue to cover topics that can help listeners reflect and add to their individual study in a way that furthers your kingdom and makes disciples of many. It is in your name that we pray all this to you, Lord. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us in this light series on the Pause for God podcast. I hope you have an excellent week ahead and we will see you on March 1st. Thank you so much for taking time to pause for God and listen to our podcast today. The Pause for God podcast is intended to be a supplemental resource to your own faith journey. This podcast is not to be treated as, nor is it claiming to be, a replacement for church. The views and discussion expressed belong solely to the commentators and are not tied to another individual, group, affiliation, or company.